Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. To hell and back is in the job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dumped, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. Welcome to the Real Down on Battle and Fin with your hosts, Dan Perry and Jimmy Skinner, where we talk about everything in tournament kayak fishing. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down, live on another Monday night. Uh, just me tonight. Got got a special guest. Dano wanted to take the night off, so we obliged. Enjoy your night off, my friend. Uh, be sure to like and share this up. Let's get some people on here. We've got another great show. We're kind of taking a step back a week. We're covering the uh, first stop of the Paddle and Fin Trail Series at uh, Tippecanoe. And with that being said, we're going to bring on one of the tournament directors and the queen of Paddle and Fin. Miss Susie Q. What's up, Susie? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Bring the it, energy. Right? It's uh, It's been a little bit, you know. Uh, I haven't actually done, like, my own podcast thing uh, in quite a while, actually, since November. So, uh, you know, Ooh. kind of being like a host or whatnot type of thing. It's just like, whoa, this is kind of weird, you know. But uh, I'm actually in the works of uh, getting my podcast uh, started back up. So I'm going to have uh, one episode here in May, which I'm going to be working on. So, uh, but yeah, this is my studio now. I'm in my garage right now where I have everything set up. So, uh, Looks yeah. Good, though. Yeah. I, like, where all I the can magic see your little paddle and fin thing going on back there. I like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what, for anybody watching and notices, I've, I seem to change where I do the podcast basically every week. Um, usually I do it in the camper. I got my nice little backdrop set up. Well, uh, I was telling Susie before the show, the way that kind of works is, is where the bench and table is, is what converts to the bed. So usually you can just fold the mattress and everything out of the way. And now I can't do that because I bought a mattress that I cannot move. <laughs> so I have officially lost my podcasting space again and we've came back to the dining room. So <laughs> I don't know if I could convince the wife to let me do much work in here. And I kind of don't want to anyway. So <laughs> maybe I can be cool like Brian and Jay and get a, uh, a little studio time. So if anybody's right. listening, I've got like a little beer room or a closet I can borrow. Holler at me. <laughs> Well, what's, what's been up, Susie? I hadn't seen you since uh, Dale Hollow. I know. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a minute. So, uh, yeah, a week ago, we had our first uh, Paddle and Fin Trail Series stop on the Tippecanoe River. So I uh, had some excitement with that. Uh, we had a total of 11 anglers sign up for that. And, uh, you know... Granted, you know, we've all been hyped up and excited for our trail series this year. And granted, with the low numbers, it can be disheartening sometimes, but uh, it doesn't um, impact our performance and our, you know, attitudes toward everything. We make sure that uh, everybody is set up for success. We give it our best and give it our all and make sure everybody has a good time and a positive experience. And again, you know, show that uh, it's always all about the anglers and everything. So I think everybody was uh, pretty happy with uh, the way it turned out. Oh, no. Yeah. Everybody I've talked to, you know, at the open that we did, a um, couple of the people I talked to that were actually at that first tournament y'all did. Everybody's happy with it. And uh, like me and Dan said it again, you know, the people that aren't signing up and haven't made it, you're only hurting yourself because these guys are getting a way better chance at some decent money for you know, a day on the water. 
Um, but with that being all said, you know, like you said, it's not going anywhere and it's only going to get better. And I'm, I know y'all and especially Brian, Brian's not a quitter. He, he, may, nope. he may have his, I'm selling everything and I quit days, <laughs> but like 15 minutes later, he's came back and he already has like an extra job or responsibility. Like, <laughs> right. My man's always grinding. So, <laughs> well, with, uh, with that being said, uh, let's get on the winners. Uh, we have Mr. Jackson Orr, one of my favorite people to talk to because he's always so nice. He never says anything bad about anybody. And uh, Mr. New Canoe, Matt Gibson, your first and second, first and second consecutively. What's going on, guys? Hey, thanks for having us on the show tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome. Sorry that it was a week late. <laughs> we we kind of messed with our scheduling a little bit and then had kind of scheduled over that event and didn't realize it. And then Brian was like, no, nah, go ahead and do it a week late. So I'm glad because I wanted to, wanted to see how it was because it was definitely somewhere I wanted to go and I, I was supposed to be there, but work, work didn't allow it. So uh, for anybody that doesn't know you guys, I know we've had both of you on. Jackson, we've had you on a few times. Uh, I, Matt, have you been on the Reel Down? I know I've been on the New Canoe Show and stuff like that with you. I couldn't remember if we've had you on the Reel Down. Yeah, uh, it was after Crossroads last year. That's right. That's right. Or yeah. this year, whatever year it was. Yeah. yeah. One of them. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, well, Matt, for anybody that doesn't know who you are, tell, tell us about you. Uh, Matt Gibson, uh, located kind of in central Indiana here. Um, regional director for Team New Canoe Great Lakes, uh, and then also the Great North now. Uh, so that keeps me pretty busy. Uh, tournament fisherman here in the state. Uh, tournament director with IKA as well. I need a kayak English. So awesome. Jackson, what about you, man? Yeah, I mean I, I'm 18 years old. Uh been kayak fishing for I think it's my fifth year now. Uh fifth year doing tournaments. Uh second year doing like the national scene, I guess. Um and been been very blessed and um going to Carson Newman University uh to to fish for their team um this August. So I, I couldn't be uh, more excited for that. Yeah, I was going to bring it up, but I wanted to know. I didn't know how that was working. If you were like getting to kind of fish in the summer or fish now, or if it was like a the year after this, you know, twenty twenty two start. So you, yeah. you start in August. Yeah, I'll start in August. I'm still a senior, um, so I, I've got to finish yeah. my senior year first, and I'll, I'll go to Carson Newman in August, and then whenever they, whenever I figure out my partner, um, who knows when that's going to be, but. Uh, after that gets all figured out, I'll start fishing for the team. So it, it's very exciting. No, that's awesome. And that, obviously, that's that's boats, right? That's, yeah, yeah, it's boats. And then uh, also there's a kayak uh, fishing, a uh, college kayak fishing series that I might do a few, um, few yeah. events. Uh, Chad Hoover came up with that, so that, that would be, be cool. Yeah, that's what I, I know that uh, – I didn't know about up there. I know down here we've got some – people really pushing for uh, kayak divisions in high schools and a couple of the smaller colleges, but like, I'm trying to remember how it worked, but like somehow they got it where they could qualify through the kayak series, but the championship that was put on, that was the only thing they had to have a boat for. So however these clubs worked it out, basically it's like these like 10 schools can qualify with kayaks but it's a national championship with guys that have been fishing in boats all year. So it was kind of cool, but we've got, we've got some guys that are really pushing that kind of stuff down here. So I didn't know if that's starting to show up, up y'all's away any, but, yeah. but that's cool. Well, uh, just cause we hadn't seen Susie in a while, Susie, I want you to tell us a little bit about the tip of canoe river and area. Well, <laughs> wow, put me on the spot here. Um, wow. Yeah. So uh, Tippecanoe is in um, kind of like central-ish Indiana, I would say. Um, I can't tell you exactly how many miles it runs because I'm not quite that familiar with it. Um, but I know it is a awesome smallmouth fishery. And uh, we had our home base there in uh, Monticello, Indiana, and uh, the Sportsman, um, Sportsman, Sportsman Inn. Sportman, yeah, bleh, Sportsman Inn uh, was uh, awesome enough to uh, let us use their clubhouse. 
asking for our event that weekend. So we kind of had nice. this little building to itself where they kind of have um, like meetings, like wedding receptions, that type of thing. We had it all to ourselves to use for the uh, for that weekend. So that was really nice of them. And it was right next to the water, too. So in between, uh, you know, our live streams and whatnot, we'd run down and toss a few lines in the water and whatnot, watch people go by. But um, yeah. yeah, you're not going to keep you all out of the water. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's like all, all the guys that are that get in the water and are covering live, you know, every one of them taking their fishing gear with them. Oh, yeah. I, I saw just as many like I, I'm part of the little group chat from when we were at uh, Del Hollow. So I, I was keeping up with it that way all weekend or all day. And you know, I could see the videos coming in and then there'd be pictures of like, oh, look at the fish I'm on. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, yeah, you can't get these guys to work through the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> and that would be sacrilege. <laughs> well, that's uh, it sounded like a really cool place. I know that I think it was the couple of weeks prior to that. I think it was I heard that there was a bunch of good smallmouth being caught up that way. And then Brian had would kind of talked it up saying that there's always some you know, 19 and 20 inch smallmouth pulled out of there. Um, yeah, there are. But uh, I guess the, the big thing that I think that might've been a factor with, um, you know, uh, the event maybe having low numbers was that um, the weather for one thing, because right. is it that Tuesday that it snowed, I believe? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That, yeah. And it just yeah. like that cold front came through and just messed everything it up. Did. It yeah, was just, it oh my gosh. It was, I was mad, but it snowed for one thing. <laughs> I mean, it's not really uncommon for it to happen in April, but just, yeah. it was just kind of one of those things where you're just like, all right, come on now. Okay. It, for, it's the, for the Southern guy in the group, that sounds absurd. <laughs> snow in April. I'm over here like, wow, it snowed in April. You're like, oh yeah, it, <laughs> it can happen, but yeah. But uh, yeah, that cold front came through and kind of, um, you know, it stuck around for quite a while, even through the weekend. And for like, probably a good majority of the weekend, there was like a hundred percent chance of rain for that Saturday. So I know that probably affected uh, some of the guys' decisions too, to sign up. But luckily uh, as it got closer and closer to Friday, that hundred percent kept on dropping and dropping. And so eventually it dropped down to like, I don't even remember what it was, but the rain didn't actually start until like right about close to lines out, which is, you know, Fabulous. pretty fortunate. So yeah, I was glad to, you know, have the anglers have a little bit of relief there. Um, but it was still kind of, you know, chilly, overcast conditions and whatnot. And uh, from what I remember, I think the water temps were 50s, I believe. I think like super high 50s. I, I high think. 50s. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So for you, for y'all more northern people than this guy <laughs> with with y'all's temperatures obviously y'all are kind of like behind us as far as like the seasons change and everything do the fish seem to be pretty active in the like low mid 50 range though considering that's a good warm-up from what the winters are there because you know like a winter winter here we might see like i mean obviously it'll get cold but you know let's say like mid to high 40s so like certain places I fish, you really don't start seeing the good activity until you like get near touching 60, you know, and things like that. What's it, what's it like for, for anybody that's not familiar with, you know, those kind of areas, you know, a little Northern of us Southern people. I mean, it can be, it can be different from like, so I'm more in central Indiana. It can be different down here than what it is down South. And then where Jackson is, it can be even, even more different than that. But yeah, I mean, mid forties, if if we have sun and it's in the mid forties, uh, the water temperature, the, those fish, I mean, they'll start swimming around being a, a little more active. Yeah, I agree. It's not like you're going to go out there and just smash them on a buzz bait or something like that. But I mean, they'll, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll definitely eat. Um, That's why I don't do good when I go fishing North because I don't care. I'm still going to throw that buzz bait. In there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually got my first uh, buzzbait fish today, so I was pretty excited about that. I, I call I, I've been using that um, accent Jacob Wheeler series, the finesse. Mm-hmm. I've got both series, but that finesse one, I just can't like put it down. Yeah, and it's like I haven't been throwing I haven't thrown a buzzbait in years, and it it's been a good year so far. Nothing like crazy size, but just being able to like kind of call your shot with it every now and then. Yeah, like starting to see the activity on the surface. You know, toss it over there and get you a bite. It, it's 
It's hard to put it down. I've been playing with a pH custom. It's called a toad toter. Uh, mm-hmm. on it, but it's a but it's a straight inline. Uh, yeah, which is a little bit different. Uh, I've got some. We did a we did a the final cast. Me and Brad Hicks. We did a show with uh, I think his name's Andrew that does tackle talk. And I brought oh, out yeah. one of my like nineteen ninety four double inline buzz baits, and they were like, <laughs> "What is that?" And I was like, oh, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know nothing about this." <laughs> I've only got one left, and I won't throw it because it's literally the only one I have left. <laughs> Oh, we're going to get on tackle talk. I'm going to get off this. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, uh, so the weather was bad or potentially bad. So that kind of messed up potential participation, which I mean, why wouldn't you go? The fish are wet anyway. Just get some rain gear. And then, you know, this has happened to me too. I've not gone because of weather. And then, like you said, Susie, the weather didn't roll in until it was almost over. So, you know, for some people, you could have still had most of a good day of fishing and then got off the water and cleared it. And yep. You know, based off the numbers, I got them right here. So, like Susie said, there was 11 anglers. Uh, Jackson was the only guy with the limit. Um, and Matt, Matt, you were hot on his tail with only four fish. So, the numbers, Jackson had 88 and a half. And Matt had 73 and a quarter with big fish at 20 and a half, which was, was a killer fish. Susie was blowing up the chat. <laughs> like... Matt just caught a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Titus, Titus was actually, uh, he'd actually just left. So. Oh, <laughs> that was a tank. Oh, man. Titus, you're fired. <laughs> hey, with, with only 11 people in it, y'all could have just stayed from start to finish with these guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're trying to get a little fishing in, which I don't blame them. I knew. I would have been fishing right beside you. Y'all would have been mad. <laughs> I'm going to go Jackson's on fish. I'm going to fish clean up right behind you. We're going to go this. So, yeah, it was, it was a tough day, but y'all y'all stuck it out and gunned it out. So uh, we talked about the weather a little bit, Matt, but uh, walk us through the, your day. So coming in, I kind of had a mindset that I was going to, you know, I was going to kind of swing for the fences. Uh, I was going to go for the win uh, and, and just catch the biggest bag I could. Um, through some bigger baits and, and that's kind of what I stuck to all day. Um, actually Jackson and I fished the exact same stretch. I saw him in the morning. Um, and he, I took off and then he kind of fished, but, uh, you know, kind of back behind me a little ways. So, but yeah, we were actually on the same stretch. That's awesome. Well, uh, real quick, uh, Chris Yonk said, was the river much different North and South of the base depth, current, et cetera. There we go. He clicked off. I'm, uh, I'm assuming base. He's talking home base, maybe for the headquarters. I'm not really sure. Yeah, home base. Yeah, was the um, Monticello um, area because we could go. That was like about central. So we measured from like the northern first boundary to the southernmost part, and that was right about middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what we kind of called home base. Gotcha. Yeah. So. To his question, is it much different? It, I don't know how it was that day, but the day when I fished the fur, uh, furthest north stretch and then where, where Jackson and I fished uh, down south, um, they almost look like different rivers to me. I don't know if, if it's the same with you, Jackson. Uh, the, the northern, the northern I've never section fished up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got I a lot of fish that's, yeah, it's got a lot of grass <laughs> in it. Uh, which is which is kind of different than what Jackson and I fished. Um, yeah. it, it it's it's not as uh, the river's not flowing as hard up there as what it, what it is uh, down where we fished. So yeah, it was moving pretty fast where we were. Yeah, yeah, and that's been my experience. Is the, the northern stretch is a little a little shallower, a little more rock in it uh, than than what the one we fish in the lower section. So were y'all doing it as a float or were y'all uh, like paddling up, floating down or floating yeah, down and working your way back up? There's no way you're going to paddle up. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, so it, it wasn't yeah. that good. Huh? <laughs> 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 well, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's moving. So yeah, like, like so, I'd power, I'd power pull down in the river and I mean, the river would sometimes like even take me with my power pole. Like my power pole would like drag me <laughs> the rocks. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was moving. 
I've done that with a stakeout before in uh, when I was in uh, Wisconsin, and that's just a. I mean, like I know I'm safe, you know, and I, but it's a. It's like a different feeling when you're like, this is my my anchor. This is what's going to hold me here. And then you keep going down the river and you're like, <laughs> it just feels like you're like at the mercy of the river at that point. And you're like, well, yeah. this situation just got worse. And then it gets frustrating because that, I think anchoring in kayak fishing is probably the thing that frustrates me the most is trying to hold position. A lot of, I mean, not like you're using a bow mount or anything like that. Do, do you have a bow mount set up on your unlimited? I do now. You do now. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. I, yeah, I just got it mounted. Uh, we, you know, Jackson uh, fished it too. We, we had an IK event over the weekend on a, you know, fairly large body of water, and it was gusting pretty good. So I'm glad I had that mm-hmm. that motor for this weekend yeah. for sure. Yeah. And Jackson, you're using that one-off uh, 360, aren't you? Yeah, I got 360. I, I love. It. I actually. I probably wouldn't have been able to catch some of my fish on the tippy with that 360. It was insane. Like wherever I wanted to go, wiggle into. I mean, I can just you know like it was almost like spot lock at that point. So it definitely. I, I've messed with a few of them. It, it's really cool. It. I just don't feel like I'm coordinated enough to do all of that. Like <laughs> it was a lot of pedaling. Like if I'm if I was being honest, like my legs are starting to hurt trying to like get back <laughs> up that river. And I mean, it was moving. Like like Matt was saying, like it's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I while fishing it, I didn't feel like it was moving that hard. And yeah. then going back and look at some of Titus's videos, I was like, holy cow! Like it yeah. Was- it was I just, moving yeah, I, I noticed it more when I like try to go back up and fish something. When I saw that looking <laughs> yeah. nice. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There'd be times where we'd be getting videos from either uh, Jeff or Titus, and you could hear Titus. He'd be sitting still, but you'd hear his torquito going. <laughs> yeah. You know, because he's like, he's, I'm like, yeah. man, that river's moving good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his torpedo got a got a workout over the yeah, that long. Yeah. <laughs> I could definitely see after using the eleven oh three when we were at Del Hollow, the noise difference. Like that's almost worth that buy to me. Like I don't have either one of them, but I've I've used one that's just the old four oh three that makes all the racket, and then I used uh, Grimsley's eleven oh three, and it's just quiet and running six miles an hour up the river, and I was like. Man, I think I could almost justify to a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't think That's my wife agreed with that, though. Yeah, we're getting closer to that three range. It's getting a little. Whew. <laughs> well, it's awesome. You did, so, uh, Matt, back to your your day of fishing. Uh, did you get on them pretty quick? Kind of break down. I mean, you don't have to give away any secrets or anything, but kind of no. how your fishing was. And and to be completely honest with you, I threw a glide bait. Uh, all day is what I threw. Nice. Uh, now, I am by no means a glide bait expert. It's something that, that actually one of our teammates, Jimmy, is uh, on on Team New Canoe. That's that's kind of helped me through, it, and that's Andy Knot. Uh, that dude mm-hmm. is is a freak when it comes to throwing <laughs> big baits on the river. Like he throws very very big baits. Um, and honestly, I just wasn't comfortable with it until until a few times the him and I went out and. Uh, start getting bit on it, and man, it's it's an addicting bite too. Um, <laughs> once you get one on it, you don't want to put it down the rest of the day. I can tell you that. I think that's part of the reason I don't give it a chance is I don't need any like I already screw myself out of a lot of good fishing days because instead of adapt and overcome, I'm like, no, top water, you will happen, and it never happens. I still throw it all day anyway. If if I ever get bit on a glide bait because I've had some follows. Mm-hmm. And the few times I've thrown it and that gets me hyped up. If I ever like get a good fish on it, that's the end of it. I will be selling everything and I'll be one of these idiots with $10,000 and baits in one box, you know? No. Oh, it is. It is. It, it's, uh, and it, it's actually, I'm learning this very versatile bait. You can do a lot of different things with it. Uh, and a lot of different actions. Um, it's, it's fun on the river, especially. Amen, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's I. You know, I, I I hate on all my buddies I see throwing throwing that stuff, but when they do hook on into something, it's usually quality. It's not the right one. I've seen. I mean, I've seen the six inch fish eat at the eight inch bait too, though. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You're using some some kind of custom or what glad bait were you? Uh, it's actually uh, River City swim baits. Uh, he's he's a he's a smaller builder, um, great guy out of I believe Virginia, um, and yeah, he just he makes some killer glide baits, man. And they're for a custom glide bait, it, it's it's not that bad priced. Um, it's it's actually pretty good. I just Googled them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Susie has made an order. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Looks like they start at about 85, but uh, they look pretty yeah, good, though. I mean, like, I'm looking at the detail yeah. here on them, and, yeah, they're looking that, really nice. I, I'm a sucker for a bait that looks good. And we've got a guy in Tennessee that does, uh, I think his name's Ryan. He does fish 30-acre baits. And him and a good buddy of mine are, like – he makes the baits. My buddy kind of tests everything for him. And he always is bringing me all these crazy looking gizzard shad baits and these, you know, now they make stuff for musky fishing too. So some of it's kind yeah. of ridiculous sized, but I still like, I'm like, I don't throw that, but I might give you 150 bucks for that. It looks good. <laughs> they look really cool hanging on my wall. Yeah. And that's, I, I kind of have a threshold right now uh, for, from my baits and it's like I, I i can't get over that hundred dollar mark like for a bait i i just can't do it i haven't yeah, been I, there yet either <laughs> you know i started with that i won't spend more than five i won't spend more than seven mm. i won't buy jackhammers i have a whole box of jackhammers now what is that they're dangerous yeah. <laughs> like after christmas this year i put together i got one of those new plano jig boxes which are awesome for holding chatter baits and then i filled that thing up one side's jackhammer is the first two rows and the other side is my jigs and i was joking around with my, with my wife and i was like you ever seen a 400 dollars tackle box and i got to counting and i was like oh crap it costs more than that <laughs> and now like i'm scared to take it on the river yeah, yeah. Like, I, I had it in the in the front hatch of the boat like tucked away like no <laughs> this one box can't disappear <laughs> i'm kind of a i'm kind of a balsa freak so oh. I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about so. oh. I'm glad that I don't like I, when I was younger, I used to love throwing crankbaits and now I I'll throw a square bill for about 14 seconds and then put it back up. Like, I don't even know why I have cranking rods. I don't use them, but I'm glad that I don't have that addiction that I used to. Cause I still like, I'm part of some of the raffle pages on Facebook and I'll see one run across the thing and I'll put my money in for it and win it. And it's still <laughs> sitting in the box. I've got so many DT tens and twelves. I will absolutely yeah. not use, but it will be some rare color that they did for like one month. And I'm like, I need it. <laughs> but one of these days I can retire on all the dumb crap I've got in there. So <laughs> I don't know at the same sense. I'm one of those kind of people that I'll hit that point where I'm like, okay, I got to downsize, but I don't have the patience to sell anything. Same so like, I, yeah, <laughs> I put together a plastic tote like this of bait and boxes oh, not too long ago. Told myself I was going to sell it at our local tackle swap. We do for the high school fishing team. I couldn't make it. So I literally just gave it all away the other day. Like a guy came <laughs> over and I was like, what do you want? And he's like, well, I'll take all of it. And I was like, all right, cool. That's and then awesome. I was thinking about it and I was like, man, that was a lot of money, <laughs> but I don't care. Like I'd rather, you know, people don't want to buy certain things and then you have to like sell this guy, this and this guy, yeah. that, and screw that. Just take, I told him, I was like, then just take all of it. I just give me the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, so Jackson, Mr. Winter, why don't you walk us through, you call it, you call how many fish did you end up catching total? I don't know. I, I kind of caught a lot of fish. I wasn't using big baits so like that was. I, I was using yeah. the rig and the crankbait, a DT6. Nice. Um, but I, I probably caught, if I'm being honest, I probably caught tw 20 to 25 fish. But a lot, some some of them weren't keepers, though. They were just, you know, your little like 10 inchers. But um, I've, only, I've only fished that river. That was my only my second time fishing that river. Um, the first time was a uh, Indiana kayak anglers event back in 2019. Um, and I just went in there blind and was fortunate to win that. So I just thought I'd go in blind again and fish the same stretch. And, you know, it um, panned out for me um, the way I hoped it did. And just fishing Ned Rig on Rip Rap and 
um, like Eddie stuff on the side of the river. And I mean, they were there and seawalls, they were there. Very nice. It, so it kind of set up for, for anybody that knows anything about fishing, moving water like that. It sounds like they were exactly where they would kind of be expected to be. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. Like breaks, from when I was maybe. there. Yeah. When I was there in like 2019, like I just fished it the exact same way. And I mean, like, I literally, like I had deja vu, like, for, like, like five minutes into the tournament um, in 2019 uh, I cast it against the seawall and caught a 21 incher and it like jumped and everything and I got it in. And then I did the exact same thing during this tournament and caught a 17 and three quarter. It jumped everything. I thought it was the same fish. Like it looked like the 21 incher. I was like, Holy <laughs> smokes. Like, is this really going to happen? <laughs> but no, it, they were like, they were like, I had waypoints and everything and they were, I almost caught a fish in every single waypoint. Wow. So. That's awesome. How long of a, float did y'all have like how the stretch y'all floated i think it was like, wasn't it like seven and a half miles matt or like seven yeah something like that something like that yeah yeah it wasn't too bad no that's that's a pretty good one what i think about like you know this is my kind of fishing too what, what i think about is you know the water's moving so fast you know is seven miles gonna be enough will i be able to slow down enough and effectively fish in the short distance because you know you yeah. saw uh, I don't know if you fished the Logan Martin event for Bassmaster last year that guys were doing the 12. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, guys were doing the 12 and 15 mile float and that river was running. Yeah. And, you know, was, you could still. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that, that kind of stuff plays in my head. Like, like, okay. Like uh, for either any of y'all that would know was the rate that the river was flowing up and faster than usual because of the the weather and the snow and runoff and things like that or was that about how that river always is i thought it was i mean it looked kind of normal i mean what do you think matt yeah it's interesting so that part is below the dam uh so it's kind of regulated and it's kind of you know yeah they, they can hold water they can do a lot of things up there uh yeah i think it looked i mean it it felt pretty normal that's actually the first time i'd fish that stretch but i mean it looked like the stretch above that one uh that i fished last year i mean it looked looked pretty normal watercolor is pretty normal a little dingy but one too bad oh i, li- I like a little color color yeah yeah clear water sucks i'm sorry it does. It's terrible. <laughs> if, you, if you tell me like it's like hey this is your choice this weekend you go to lake lanier and you can see the bottom in 30 40 feet or you can go to pickwick and it's Red. I'm going to pick with. Like, <laughs> I like my pants. I do. The same. I do the yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. I'll agree. Well, back, back to you, Jackson. So you, uh, you got into the tournament kind of late, didn't you? Uh, you were. Did you sign uh, up the night before? <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot to sign up because I, I, uh, <laughs> I floated with one of my good buddies, Blake Spurgeon, um, and we had this all this float all planned out, and he like texted me at like 10:30, I think, to sign up because he said like sign up in soon and I I was gonna sign up and I forgot and I was getting ready for bed and everything and it was like I think it was like eleven like forty or something. Eleven thirty eight. Yeah eleven thirty eight. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, Susie's like, oh, going shit. off and she's like what is this? <laughs> I was waiting for it, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, I I was super glad I signed up. I, I had a lot of fun tournament or not, I mean that I was a blast. And then you guys, I mean, you guys ran it very well. I mean, you paid out very well. It was like professional tournament. Like it really was. I mean, granted there was only 11 people, which I think in the future that number is going to keep going up. Um, and the weather had to do with that. But I mean, it was insane. Like I had a great time, like at the check-in. Uh, I mean, it, it was like, I was at like a Hobie tournament. Like that's kind of what it felt like. Like it wasn't like your average local tournament. So y'all hear that? We're going to crop that and we're just going to play that over and over and over. (laughs) Because that's what everybody's comparing everything to. Everybody knows Hobie runs a killer event and Paddle and Finn's just trying to give more anglers those kind of opportunities to make it about them and treat them well. And, you know, you hit it, you hit it on the head. They, I don't have anything to do with the, with the trail, you know, Susie and Matt and a lot of these guys, they put in time and effort and they're doing it good. And I think, like, like I said at the beginning, I haven't heard a single bad thing about it um, other than wish more people had showed up because the pot would have been bigger. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, I mean, it's only the first year. I mean, everyone started yeah. out like that too. Like, um, yeah. like for instance, like Topwater, um, they're out of like Michigan. They started, I think, like two two years ago, maybe. And I mean, they're they're already three. or yeah. three years ago, and they're already. I mean, it's oh. and like like they're awesome too. They're huge, and like they they've yeah. like blown up. They've got like these different segment things now. Yeah. They've got awesome. like week. They turn it's it is so amazing yeah. what those guys mm-hmm. have been doing yeah it, it gives us more opportunities like i mean you gave us an opportunity to have fun on a river um an amazing river that i mean i don't think a lot of people know how great it is and right. you know, like more opportunities for us anglers to fish and have fun yeah heck yeah for real. yeah and it, it it's i think it'll only get better uh, I, I, I can't wait to see where it goes you know i was a big believer that it's kind of an oversaturation with tournaments in, in our world. But, you know, as soon as I had a discussion about that, like this time last year and right after I had all these talks is when the whole kayaking like craze had like hit. And you, you know, me and Dan covering the reel down and covering tournaments, you know, we went from seeing clubs that you never saw have more than 20 people in them to clubs in States. You didn't know they kayak fished in having (laughs) 70 and 80 people, you know, every other weekend. And it's insane. So it's definitely a good move by not just paddle and fin, but all sorts of these clubs and tournament series, you know, giving everybody more opportunity. Cause you're, you know, like I, I run a small thing down here in Alabama and like, we've got one coming up on Pickwick and like just some of the people that's been messaging me about coming that aren't local. And, but they're like, Hey, I'm actually, traveling from here to this state and saw it's that weekend. Do you know anywhere to stay? I'm going to hit that. And yeah, that's cool. You know, it, it's just tons of opportunity. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. so good job, Susie. Good job, Matt and Brian and whoever all else is doing that. Y'all got a whole GP, um, Titus. Yay. Uh, gosh, who else? I, yeah. There was just a small crew of us there, but, uh, yeah, we had fun with it though. Yeah. Oh Yeah. And Jeff, of course, I always forget about Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Did, oh, didn't yeah. Jeff. Uh, didn't everyone go home with something, or at least like ten or eleven people go home with something? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, everybody went home yeah. with something. That, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. If you're uh, if you're somebody that's for the giveaways, you should definitely should come. You to should these definitely come. In, yeah, yeah. And the entry fee is affordable, and I like free stuff. <laughs> that's what i you know i'd asked when i was supposed to come i'd ask brian i was like so can i get in on this one he was like, well matt's fishing sure it's like, okay as long as we can it makes it makes me want to come you know i don't want to just come work i want to i want to hang out take the big checks home yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna even take if take like your tech didn't have like money per se like we put your what your prize was on it you yeah, know that was so, pretty neat. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So, uh, you know, congrats to you guys on that. Uh, I do want to ask y'all, um, with there being an angler of the year situation, and obviously this is the first event, Jackson, you're in the lead. Uh, does this make you change your schedule up a little bit and try and follow this around as much as you can? I mean, for me, I'm going to fish like as many of them as I can, like the closer ones. Uh, I'm not going to be able to fish cold water. Uh, I didn't realize that was the same day as Hartwell um, for oh, the Hobie event. Oh, isn't it? Yep. Yes. So I wish I could fish cold water because I, I love that channel lakes. Um, I, like I, I really, that's very good fishery. Um, but I mean, whatever, whatever ones I can fish, I mean, I'll fish. I mean, I had a blast. So Awesome. What about you, Matt? Awesome. Uh, I'm not gonna make the cold water chain either. Um, I don't know about the rest yet. We'll we'll kind of have to see where it where it all fits in. So I I don't know. It's been it's been really busy with IKA stuff, and then also with uh, some Kirby stuff that I've been fishing. So it's yeah, been kind of full. So. Well, Susie, leading off of that, what does Paddle and Fin Trail have up next? Uh, well, like these guys were saying, the Cold Water Trail is our next event, which is happening on May 15th. This is also in conjunction with um, the Topwater Series. They have a Northern Indiana 
uh, league um, that we're going to be teaming up with and uh, pretty much running for them, basically. Um, so, yeah, we've already got eight, eight anglers signed up right now. So uh, if you guys are interested in signing up, head on over to Tourney X. And just uh, on the main page there, scroll down to you find Paddle and Finn. And then uh, you can sign up on there. It is a $80 entry fee. And of course, you know, if we have, um, you know, enough anglers, we'll pay out uh, the top 10% uh, of the field. And uh, plus, you know, awesome prizes, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, hoping to see a lot of people come out for that one. Heck yeah. Hopefully the weather plays out and everybody listens to this and I mean, it's just all been good news coming from all the people that's fished it. So y'all are just missing out. It's a, so. it's a good chain. You'll catch a lot of fish. That's for sure. <laughs> I'll have to get some tips for you. Cause I'm going to fish it for fun the day before. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> well guys, I don't want to keep y'all. I know it's, you know, Monday night and everybody's got work and class and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, before we close out here, um, give you all a chance to tell us who makes fishing easier for you. So Matt, you want to, you want to start us off? Yeah. First off, I want to congratulate Jackson on an awesome, awesome win up there. And, uh, Thank you. he's an awesome angler, but man, he's a, he's a great guy too, off the water. Um, so congrats to him. That, that was awesome. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Um, yeah. New canoe, uh, moving water outfitters. Uh, in Zionsville, uh, they sponsor uh, our local series here, and it's just a great kayak shop, great local kayak shop. Uh, PH Custom Lures, um, Secret Lures, uh, the Stupid Tube, if you haven't heard of it. I mean, it just flat out catches fish I everywhere. I still need to get some of those. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are ridiculously good. Um, but, yeah, they uh, – the, yeah, the flipping tube for you, Jimmy. That's what you need down there. The four two, it's gonna be killer. Yeah. Dude, I like. I've paid attention to that stuff. I've looked into it. Me and you've talked about it. And then just like as soon as it's over with, I don't think about making an order. Yeah. So like, I just I I was thinking about it on the river this weekend. Was like, <laughs> I wish I had some tubes. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good and. Uh, even the like the four two, you know, even for its size, it's really good on the on rivers too. If you want to just kind of upsize just a little bit, it's yeah, really good. Um, but yeah, you know, th thanks to all those to to you know that makes it much easier for me to do uh, what what I li love to do, and that's kayak fish. Um, also, thanks to to Susie uh, for the tournament, uh, man, it was smooth. It, it ran really, really smooth. I, I didn't see any hiccups. Didn't hear any complaints. It was awesome. It was a great time. Uh, Brian, all the paddle and fin crew, you know, Titus, Jeff, uh, for following us all day and getting some of that coverage. That uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun seeing, seeing Titus and those guys out on the river. So thank you to, to paddle and fin. <laughs> oh yeah. Shout, shout those guys out for sure. You know, we, yeah. We did it on Del Hollow. I don't know if y'all had the connectivity issues we had out there, but it definitely seemed like everything did go way smoother. You know, Del Hollow, where we're at, is like you're yeah. literally around nothing and nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I already had low hopes on that when we were doing that, and was like, there, like you would, we'd get one guy in live long enough, you could see his face, and then it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, it, it seemed uh, seemed to be uh, much better up there at Tippecanoe. Yeah. Uh, with the reception and everything. Yeah. Nice. I think those guys had a good time too. I know Jeff called a Jeff called a pretty good size walleye. So. Yes, yeah, I did. actually saw him catch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think I think it got off like right at the boat. I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, he saw it though. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Jeff 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 Hep's an awesome guy, man. He's yeah. super nice, very generous person and he definitely fits right in with us, man. Like he went to go get like gas or something or run to the store where we were at Del Hollow. And like we, he went over that bridge that goes over the West Fork, ran down this rock face with one rod, caught a couple small mouth real quick <laughs> in his pictures and went back on his way. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great, man. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Jackson, who makes fishing easier for you, man? No, well, first, um, I want to congratulate Matt. Uh, 
one more fish, she would have beat me for sure. Um, she was catching. <laughs> and then uh, I, I want to thank you guys uh, seriously for having having us on tonight, and then for for running such a great tournament. I, I had a blast. Like that was probably one of the best days I've had on the river, um, any river in Indiana. Uh, so it, it was fun. And then been very blessed uh, for all my sponsors. You know, Picasso Lures, Saint Croix Rods, Gill Fishing, Hobie, Eagle Claw. Chokar, uh, Real Blaza, um, Yak Gear, Attorney Tag. Couldn't have done it without them, uh, especially on the river with all that water coming up. Um, and Turney X, Fishing Online, Calco's Fishing, uh, Dakota Lithium, uh, Dry Dock, Marine Center, my local Hobie dealer. Very blessed to be on their team. Uh, Real Tree Fishing and Kayak Cushion. Uh, I got a leg problem and Kayak Cushion, like, I use that thing in the truck. I use it in the kayak. I mean, it it just works. Like it's insane. So yeah, no, that that cushion works yeah. just about everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's been it's been awesome. Thank you guys very much. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one of us was sitting on one. Mine's like sitting right outside right now. But I knew some somebody had it. <laughs> well, man, we're glad, to, so glad to have y'all on, Jackson. It's always always pleasure to talk to you man you're you're doing great things for somebody your age man and i, I know it gets it, said so a so. lot and it probably it gets you probably gets on your nerves hearing it but man you're no. you're you're somebody i guarantee you in 10 years we'll be hearing about you on a totally different you know stage uh, of competition oh, yeah. or something you know thank whether you, you, i'm you, giving my all seriously thank, that means a lot to me um like i mean every every word like of encouragement and support seriously i take that to heart and um, I'm going to chase my dreams and uh, hopefully, um, you know, just follow God's path and where he takes me. So I'm excited. For sure, man. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Matt, I also appreciate you coming on, man. And again, helping helping them with everything on the back end that you've been able to do. And for whatever else y'all have got in the future for Paddle and Finn and the Trail Series, you know, I, we appreciate it. I appreciate it. And everybody else appreciates it. So. <laughs> Well, again, thanks, guys. I will let y'all go. I'm sure I'll see y'all again soon. Jackson, I figure it's only a matter of time before we get you back on for a big national win. So. Could be Hartwell. You never know. Hey, I'll call we'll it right try. now. If, if you at Hartwell, I will make sure that we have you back on that Monday for that one, just so I can say we called it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, y'all have a good night, and we'll holler at y'all later. All right, you guys too. Thank you. Oh, another good show. Love talking with you guys. Good stuff. Good stuff indeed. You know, you guys were talking about uh, top water and everything. I had my uh, my first live tournament where I was actually a competitor in uh, this past weekend on yesterday. Uh, the KBL event was on uh, Newton Lake in Illinois, and uh, I got all of my fish on a buzzbait. Nice. It was awesome and heartbreaking wow. at the same time because, like, I lost... God, oh god, I don't know, like four big fish. I mean, they were probably, you know, 18 plus or something like that. Cause I was constantly catching, you know, 17, 18, 18, you know, and then I lost the rest. Um, I luckily got my limit, but I had two shorts. They were both 13. So it was like 81 and a half inches. But I mean, it was a it was a tough day for like a majority of the field yesterday. And out of 47 anglers, uh I got seventh uh, pending final results, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it was pretty good overall. No, that's killer for for anybody that doesn't know. Susie's somewhat modest. She's a hammer. <laughs> My girl can catch some good fish. Like I kind of get pissed when I'm having a struggling like year of fishing, and Susie's like got out for five minutes, caught a donkey. <laughs> I just rub it in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, well, speaking of the past tournaments, I got a rundown. We got quite a few that happened last week, and oh, Lord, now they're not popping up. That's not good. Here oh, we no. go. Yeah, no, I put a lot of work into getting this set up. If it doesn't work, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like always, just in case anybody forgot, uh, I have had some people be like, you don't shout our clubs out. Reach out to me. Reach out to Dan. Reach out to Brian. Anybody in Paddle and Finn. Uh, what our little criteria is is thirty anglers in your tournament. Unless you just contact us and say like, "Hey, we had a, you know, we only had ten guys, but we had a hell of a weekend." You know, so 
keep that in mind if you want to be shouted out on here. Or you want us to cover cover your winners. We don't mind at all. So we're going to start with the Mountain State Kayak Anglers. They were uh, out on AEP Recreational Land. I don't even know what that stands for. I was looking for a breakdown of that. Hmm. But they did have 46 anglers, and it was a three-fish tournament. Um, had some pretty good limits, and the top two were close. Amos Hicks uh, took the win with that one with 57 and three-quarter. Uh, Matt Davis was right on his tail with 57 and a quarter, and Mike Leach had third place in that one. So congrats to those guys. Uh, next up, we had uh, NYKBF. They were out on... Canandaguia Lake. We're going to go with that. Canandaguia. <laughs> Love it. They had 35 anglers. Mr. Bailey won that one with 94 and three quarter. Uh, second place, Pat Viome, maybe 93 and a quarter. Sorry if I mispronounced y'all's names. I'm just a simple Alabama man. <laughs> and oh, I'm really going to mess this one up. Third place with another solid limit, Mr. Ki Hun. I'm going to go with that. 85 and a quarter. You know, those are really good bags considering, you know, New York fishing. New York's one of those lake, you know, or states that people just don't really think about, you know, big, big bags out there. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we have the IKA event on Lake Wawasi. I'm going to say that maybe it might be right. Uh, first place goes to Aiden Darlington, 73 and a quarter. Second place in that one, we just had him on Jackson. 72 and a quarter. So that kid's on a heck of a streak right now. And then third place was his dad, Mr. Jim Orr, is right behind him. Oh, with nice. They do that a lot. When I first started learning about the oars, it was because their names were always so close together on the, mm, on the leaderboard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to those guys. Another awesome tournament for them. Uh, next up, Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. Uh, they were, where were they? It does not say. There we go. East West Harbor. There it is. Sorry about that. Uh, Clyde Ikes, first place, 92 and a half. John Warchall, second place. Nope, sorry, 91 and a half. Uh, Gregory Schutman, third place, 89 and three quarters. So again, those are some really good bags. And there was a lot of good fish caught in that one. If you want to go check it out on Tourney X, there was a lot of, you know, 18 inch plus fish caught in that tournament. Nice. So fish and definitely turn it on. Uh, next up from that, some of my good friends uh, down here in Tennessee, Tennessee Valley Kayak Anglers of Chattanooga. They were on Gunnersville, and they had a hell of a lot better time than I did. Apparently, <laughs> I left one day early. Um, first place, Mr. KBN, Ryan Lambert, uh, 59 and a quarter as a three-fish tournament. Uh, second place, Brad Golden, always here, the gold, one of the Goldens up there in the Tennessee clubs, man, uh, 58 and a quarter. And third place, Jimmy Talley. 56 and a quarter and shout out Mr. Steve Owens, the director and one of my great buddies. He was in fourth with uh, 56 and a quarter. Also lost the tie with a 19 versus a 20. Oh. Yep. Moving on. We had the Bass Nation kayak series at Ufala down a little bit South of me. They had 101 anglers. They extended the registration. They got quite a few and wouldn't you know it, Mr. Russ Snyder's one again. Um, uh, 91 and a half. Uh, I briefly heard him. They were on KBN the night talking about it. He was on a shad spawn bite and was doing really good. So another, another big win for him. Shout out. Uh, second place was Doug Hill, 89 and a half and third place Dylan Lowry with 85 and a quarter. I hate, I missed that one. It sounded like fun. <laughs> All right, so after that one, we've got the Texas Kayak Championship on Lake Belton. They had 35 anglers. First place, Rolando Nandon with 91. Second place, Jeremiah Smith, 86 and a quarter. Third place was Darren Williams with 80 and three quarters. Congrats to those guys. And last but not least, we had the Urban, I Urban Angler Club of Los Angeles. We've had those guys on before. They do it a little different. They let you fish in basically anything that floats out there. Oh, and nice. it's, uh, oh yeah, they they do pond prowlers and canoes and float tubes and all sorts <laughs> of cool stuff. Uh, Thirty three guys there. Anthony Garcia got the win there, eighty six and a quarter. Ted Yang seventy eight and a quarter for second. Alex Cox seventy five and three quarters for third. And I want to say Alex was on our show. I think he won the one we did on. But congrats again to those guys. So that is it. Tournament season still getting full. We got 
I mean, there was a ton of tournaments outside of the ones we had on that had just shy of the anglers, the little mm-hmm. cap that we set. But, but yeah. So what you got next, Susie? Um, man. Uh, let's see here. This week, I've got my first grubby event that I'm going to compete in. It's on my home waters here at Banner Marsh. Uh-oh. No pressure whatsoever. <laughs> so <Another> yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm going to try to get out after work maybe sometime this week. The weather is kind of wonky this week, so we'll see. If not, I'll just wing it because you know that's what I usually end up doing. <laughs> uh, I feel like I do better when I wing it. Right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of how I was uh, this past weekend, too. So, like, Saturday during pre-fishing, like, I wasn't, like, all about, like, you know, oh, I got to ferret out and all this other stuff. I just kind of, like, played it cool. I was like, all right, I'm going to try this. And, you know, had my reasoning behind it and everything. I was like, oh, okay, got a fish. All right, good. Then I tried another thing. Oh, I got another fish. I was like, all right, well, I think I got stuff figured out. And then, like, the rest of the day, I just kind of, like, pity pattered around you know i was just like all right i'm just gonna try some different stuff or whatever and got some butts i'm like all right feeling pretty good pretty confident but i was like well it can always change you know because a sunny sky but the wind oh the wind was gusting like 40 plus miles an hour on that saturday it was it was brutal um and then of course the uh the buffalo gnats have arrived and if you guys don't know what those are those are those damned little flies that will fly around your face and go in your eyes, up your nose, in your ears, in your mouth, if you don't have anything on, and they'll bite and you'll get really big and puffy from them and they just drive you absolutely bonkers. So yeah, they're here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, uh, gosh, I just lost my train of thought now. But um, yeah, it won. Yeah. yeah, so then after Banner this week, then the weekend after that is um, cold water. Yeah, cold water. yeah, it's uh, kind of a, a, a busy time. You know, lots of stuff going on, but, you know, I love it. I really wouldn't want it any other way because otherwise I'd just be sitting at home bored or, well, not really. I mean, I'd probably be fishing at Banner well, regardless. I'm my adult things I'm supposed to be doing. But... <laughs> adulting you know i mean you know ain't nobody got time for that um but then like i think i have a pretty clear ish schedule after the paddle and fin event up until june if i remember right because that last weekend's memorial day weekend huh I see Adam in the background. Was he was he peeking around? Oh yeah, he's yeah. He's not tied to the chair in the closet, folks. He's alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that second to last week in May, I think is an open weekend. So I'm just gonna stay local and have some fun at Banner. You know, like my main focus this year is just to really learn that lake and understand it better and hopefully not get annihilated by the bugs because yeah once they're here they're here for like a month it seems and like you got to go out there with like the full bug net and everything and just yeah oh yeah that would suck well hopefully i i don't know if my schedule is going to work it out but i might be up there for cold water all right Um, because i was going to try and change my schedule around and just come to all the paddle and fin stuff versus a lot of the national stuff I was doing. Cause, cause I usually just suck at national events anyway. So yeah. Right. <laughs> but, uh, like national events, I don't feel like I can just go wing it. Like yeah, I tried, no. tried that in, on, in lacrosse last year. Absolutely garbage. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But like local, if I just like the only event I've done local this year, I did decent at and literally didn't prefish. I just went to a place launched from somewhere I'd never been before. And was like, I'm going that way. <laughs> right. <Good art. laughs> That's worked out for me a few times, you know. Yeah. But yeah, this year, you know, I'm trying to think like, I don't think I'm even doing a single national event in a sense. I don't think I'm doing any KBF or any Hobie events, which is weird, you know, because usually I do like one or two. Um, but and this for, year, for me, it's never about the who's doing them or anything either. It's kind of right. just like where it's yeah. like, 
Yeah. And like some people it's like, well, this one's in my town for me. And it's like, well, these are my bucket list lakes. Who's being, who's going to be there this year. That's why I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yep. But like that, you know, like I want to go back to lacrosse and then I wanted to go to Madison and. Pat oh, I'm doing so both excited of for Madison. So. And like, so I've never been to lacrosse. I'm going to be up there three times this year. Like, I'm just like, what? The lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. Blows my mind because the city is like, just like if you were down here somewhere in Alabama, mm-hmm. it's definitely like fishing town. Mm-hmm. But like people talk about rednecks down here. They're the same thing up there with a different accent. Like I did not feel at all out of place and it was great. Awesome. Like I enjoyed that's part of the reason I didn't do any pre-fishing and stuff is me and my wife were enjoying ourselves so much that I just kind of <laughs> was like, we're moving here. Like, this oh, is don't great. you know? Yeah. Oh, you got to get first, up to the boats. Yeah. First guy <laughs> that you. called me in the parking lot and was like, you're not from around here, are you? Like, how could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're rambling now. Well, Susie, I appreciate it for real. Thank you for coming on and covering for Dan so he can have the night off. Anytime. It's my pleasure. And folks, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, we'll be here next Monday. I don't know what we got coming up. I haven't been looking at the schedule, so but we'll see you Monday night next week live with some more winners from some tournament somewhere in our great country or maybe outside of our country. Who knows? You never know. We might throw you a, a little loop. So uh, I'll hit you with Dan's thing. Uh, wear your PFD. Everybody be safe and we'll talk to you all soon. Good night. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle in Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle in Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.